I've been using doTERRA's essential oils for just over two years now, and though it seems like a supernatural part of me now, I didn't grow up in a holistic family, like at all. We used over-the-counter medicine for everything, and we didn't go to the doctor very often. My first clear memory I have of a hospital was when I was about nine years old. We were at a party, and it was summer. It might have been a 4th of July party, but I cannot remember. Either way, we had a homemade slip and slide in the back, and instead of sliding on my belly like a normal person, I went on my feet thinking that I was super cool, and I looked super cool until I tripped on a rock at the end of the plastic and fell on my arm. And I immediately knew it was broken, even though you couldn't tell. And being a tough girl and someone with a naturally high pain tolerance, I tried to not make it a big deal. My mom had me sit on a bench for about 10 minutes to see if it would stop hurting. And when it didn't, I ended up walking the block home to my dad. And we went to the hospital where it was confirmed that, yes, it was broken. I got a cast. But it was suggested that we use over-the-counter pain meds if it started to hurt or itch or whatever. And at nine years old, I knew nothing about the body's ability to heal. I thought the reason that people got better was because we had doctors. And that's still true to an extent. But 80% of the things that happen in our lives can be taken care of at home, and the remaining 20% by a doctor or a specialist. I really love this quote by Dana Arcuri. She said, We each have the innate ability to heal ourselves, to empower ourselves with natural solutions instead of succumbing to life-altering chemicals. There's a time and a place for pharmaceuticals, but it shouldn't be the first answer, nor the only form of treatment. And I don't know about you, but this is what I believe our health model should revolve around, empowering people to allow their bodies to heal with natural solutions whenever possible. Obviously, my broken arm needed proper medical care, like, that's no secret. But the pain management was something that could have been addressed 100% naturally. But I had no idea because it was never given as an option. And it's no secret that I love essential oils. But there's this weird stereotype that people who don't use essential oils have about those of us that do. People have this weird idea that if you use essential oils, you're against modernized medicine. Or that if you use essential oils, you're obviously uneducated on disease or disease prevention. Or that you'll only use essential oils and nothing else, even when it's obvious that you need medical care. And while that's true for some people who use essential oils, it's not true for most of us. When I was still in high school, I did a job shadowing internship at Intermountain Healthcare in Provo. I followed the nurses around on the pediatric unit, gripped my teeth like it didn't bother me, watching them give a screaming baby a shot, which was necessary, but it was too much for me. I helped put bandages across the top of a nine-year-old's femur cast, who didn't feel much because he was on morphine. And to be honest, I was more comfortable in the closet getting toilet paper. After I graduated high school, I ended up working as a psych tech at a mental health facility, and I really liked it for the most part, but there were those times where I just had to grip my teeth and shove my feelings way, way down and just kind of work. I didn't really feel like I was helping people, and that kind of bothered me. While I was working there, I started school and wanted to do literally everything in health and wellness, except for become a doctor or a nurse because I eliminated that dream when I was in high school. I changed my major a few times and settled on public health education. While in school and working at the mental health facility, I took a second job working as a physical therapist assistant at an assisted living center, which I kind of liked too, 
but every time I switched majors or explored a new avenue of the healthcare industry, it felt like something was missing. It seemed that everything in healthcare was there to fix people instead of keeping them healthy, and I wanted to do more. I wanted to teach people how to be healthy and stay healthy, not just to manage sickness and disease. Before I moved to Missouri, I finished my classes, so I got an associate's degree in general studies, and uh, after I moved to Missouri, I actually dropped out of school completely because the healthcare industry just wasn't what I wanted it to be. So I was a little bit lost as to what I wanted to do career-wise. All I knew is that I still wanted to help people be well. And that's how I ended up learning about food and herbs and essential oils and how they work with our bodies to help us heal. Everything we put into our bodies either feeds or fights disease. And while I don't have a college degree in a specific healthcare field, I've spent a lot of time in the last eight years learning about alternative methods of healing. I'm obviously not a doctor, nor am I a replacement for one, but I'm so proud of the things that I've learned to help take care of mine and my family's health in a less toxic way. So it's always interesting to me when I come across someone who's anti-essential oils and the assumptions they make about those of us who do use them. Let me just say again, yes, we need doctors. Yes, we need specialists. Yes, we need modern medicine. But like I said earlier, it shouldn't be our first or only option. It's not like those of us who use essential oils would never consider a doctor or modern medicine. There are some essential oil users who actually have regular checkups, some who vaccinate, some who don't, and some who use over-the-counter meds. And that's okay. There should be no shame surrounding that. We should always do what we feel is best for ourselves and our families. And it's not just stay-at-home moms who are using essential oils. There are people in the healthcare industry who are using them as well. Hormone experts, doctors, vets, midwives, nurses, mothers with college degrees, mothers without college degrees, dog moms, college students, teachers, retail workers, professional athletes, basically any and every kind of person. It doesn't mean we're ignorant. It means we're continuously educating ourselves on health. We're finding new, plant-based ways to take care of our bodies and calling on higher support from doctors when we need it. We're drinking more water and eating more plants. We're listening to our bodies and realizing there's no such thing as one-size-fits-all health care. We're learning to make tinctures, infuse honey, and make salves. We're reading plant books, making potions, and reading package inserts and labels. We're reading the CDC's website, the real stuff, not just the highlights. We're asking our doctors questions and advocating for our health. Like I've said before, some people use over-the-counter pain relievers. I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm able to use an herbal complex with frankincense, turmeric, ginger, green tea, and other plants that work with my body's natural systems without negative side effects. Because I've been so focused on reducing toxicity that I can control, I've been able to replace the over-the-counter drugs that I used to take for period pain, and now I'm able to take a potion that has yarrow and pomegranate, and that alone has helped to normalize my period, and it's virtually painless. I used to use an over-the-counter muscle relief lotion, and now I have a natural version of that too. I used to take four to six pain relievers and then over-the-counter migraine meds just to get relief from major head tension. It never worked and I was always still in pain. Now, as long as I'm taking my pack of lifelong vitality supplements daily, I rarely get head tension. And when I do, I just kind of die and drink a Dr. Pepper. Because let's be honest, people who use essential oils are human too. Just kind of hippie, kind of witchy. 
And I just want to say again, if I didn't mention it earlier, this is not pill shaming. If you're on medication that you need to be on, that's between you, yourself, and whoever prescribed the stuff, period. No one else. If you're one of those people who judges essential oil users for their lifestyle, look at yours. Every day we feed or fight disease. Which do you choose? We're all in different stages of our health, but if you're looking to implement natural solutions, essential oils is a really easy first step. Obviously, food, exercise, spirituality, emotional well-being, and mindset all play a role in our holistic well-being. So instead of reaching for your over-the-counter sleep support, maybe create a sleep routine and reach for an essential oil that has restful properties, uh, maybe lavender, Roman chamomile, and instead of reaching for that awful green throat spray when you're not feeling your best, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, that stuff was gross. Uh, try applying an essential oil to your throat, uh, something with clove and wild orange to help soothe it. There are so many natural options that work with our bodies rather than against them. So this is your invitation from me to implement natural solutions where you can. And if you're looking to get into essential oils more, you can check out my Intro to Oils email guide found at folkandco.com or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at folkandco. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate a little review or share it with someone who might like it too. 